Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Monday, April 17, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, we have a whole host of stuff on the docket today. The first thing we're going to look at is what's on the daily chart. What's jumping off the page? Let's do a current state of the tape. We know the market's bullish because it's above the inverse head and shoulders neckline that we've been talking about ad nauseum for now weeks. There's the head, there's your left shoulder and right shoulder, and there's the neckline, and they're above that with a target yet to be reached. That target puts price above this current high here, which is for 1831. Maybe they'll spike the high and drop them back down in the other direction. Where would they do that? At least 420, maybe 422 and change what's up there. Let's just give a garden variety review. Here's a breakdown candle high. That comes in at 419.96. We'll call it 420. Closing price up here, which is a gap, is 422.14. Somewhere in that neck of the woods is where likely price is headed. Of course, provided the tape stays bullish. Now, what are they doing back up here at the 100 period moving average? They made an attempt. They came up short. They were rejected, summarily rejected, I might add. And now they're back here again, running a test underneath or running a test of these highs underneath the 100 period moving average. Is the 100 period moving average the same type of resistance that it was up here at that time? And the answer is no. They have essentially recocked the gun. They're back up there. The destination is likely higher. That's my interpretation of how the market works. Let's talk about a couple of other things. The market was down a little bit earlier. It was a narrow ranging day, yet they finished on the highs. They ramped them up into the close. As you can see, this is what happens in a bullish tape. We are in a buy the dip type of situation. The traders inside the live room, inside the numbers today, buy the dip? Yes, they did. We put our money where our mouth is. Now, I want to bring something to the forefront, and I have to give kudos to one of the members. He's known as Mr. Wall Street, also has another name by the word of Chad. And he brought something out today, and I wasn't going to bring this up. I did know about it. I did see it. However, since he brought it up, I'm going to bring it to the forefront. Get out your sticky notes. We're going to focus here on the 13th of April, and the low is 407.99. Let's demark that point. Now, what we're going to do is go down to an intraday chart. We can use a 30-minute chart, a 5-minute chart, an hourly chart. Makes no difference. Get the same result. Here's the 13th. This is the 30-minute candle, the first 30-minute candle of the day, and it is low of day, so we know it's the low, 408.70. Not the same as the daily number at 407.99. So what do we have? We have a shenanigans tail candle. It's not really a tail candle, but there is some shenanigans in the air. You'll notice there's a gap down here. The market gapped up. The daily chart looks like nothing's going on. Looks like that's the low of day, but in a sense, it's not. So we have to be aware of it. Doesn't mean the market's going to be down there on Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or any day. We just have to be aware of it, and if and when the market is down there, we're going to know that there's a shenanigan deal going on down there, happens to be at a gap, so we would be focused on the gap anyway, and that's the main reason 
why I didn't bring it up earlier, because it's a gap, and we would be talking about the gap from an intraday perspective anyway. But this is all good to know stuff. It's for learning and awareness reasons. Nice job, Chad. We're done with that. A couple of other comments on the state of the market, the daily chart, yada, yada. It's bullish until it's not. Where does it not turn bullish? Well, now we can say, we did say, down at this area, 404.55. But now we can say, below this breakup candle low, that's going to be our first hint. That's our shenanigans tail or non-tail candle. It's the 13th. If they close the day below that price and below that gap underneath, has to be both, that's going to be a warning signal. Put that on the same sticky note as the shenanigans situation. But the real Mac Daddy number is down here. They can still test this number into the moving averages and stay bullish. However, we have to be aware of where we are. What does that mean? We have a situation coming up. Markets like to trade into those situations, whether they're down or up. We may have a situation where the market trades up into the latter part of this week. So we have our antennas up. If the market trades into the latter part of this week, it may be a conjunction, as they say, of price and time. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. It's also known as a squaring of price and time. Maybe not in the true sense of the term, but it's the way I'm looking at it. What happened inside the numbers today? Did anybody make some money? Well, if you were in the live room or and inside the numbers, you did make some money or at least had the opportunity to make some money today. Let's see how that worked out. Happy Monday, last day to pay up taxes. That wasn't true. I got corrected later in the morning. Turns out it's tomorrow on the 18th. My bad. Either way, you got to pay the taxes. Uncle Sam comes a-knocking. Remember, we have some earnings releases this week. The market should get some more volatility instilled in, injected in the market. Big picture is they're hanging around the highs, and the trend is your friend until it's not. The first order of business is whether or not she's above Friday's closing price around 412.50. We lowered that a little bit in terms of a pivot later on. You'll see that above and the band is playing on. The first area to the likes of 413.45. Just pay attention. We're going to get to some meat and potatoes in a moment, just given the overview. The flip side is below 412.50, where the door opens for a shakeout operation and tests of some lower stuff such as 411.15. Put that one on a sticky note, 411.15. I had to say it twice. And here comes the third time with the visual, 411.15. Here's a five-minute chart. Right of the vertical is today's activity. Low of day is just under 411.15. Now, they came close here. This really wasn't a trade late in the day. Certainly, we weren't on air at the time. However, 411.15 was the actual number. What'd they do? They spiked the former low, they ripped it back up in the other direction, finished on high of day. Funny how that works. But wait, there's more. Let's scroll up, see what else we have as the day starts to mature. The morning is clicking along. What's the scoop for this morning? So I've adjusted the number a little bit. If they get below 412.35 on candle closes or just simply push below, the first area of support is nearby at a spike of 412. And there's another number of importance not far away, 411.15, remember that one? Which creates a buy zone for a spike 
of 412 down to 411.15 for a bounce back in the other direction. They start with a scalp with potential, a spike of 412. Now let's see what we have there. This is at 950, 950. Now here, focus a little bit to the left where this circle is, and you have what? A spike of 412 and a rip them back up in the other direction. Wasn't a tremendous trade. We weren't looking for a tremendous trade. We were looking for a scalp with potential, and we talked about it in the live room, the type of tape it was. It was very quiet. You're looking for a scalp. The high was 412.62, 4 points, 5 points, 6 points. Whatever you got was fine. That's what the market, Mrs. Market, was providing today in the way of opportunity, at least in the morning session. It was very, very quiet. Nice trade. And it happened in real time, but it was laid out before the opening bell. How you doing? Here it is again at 921. No change. It's a buy-the-dip environment until it's not. The zone is a spike of 412 to 411.15. It's a give or take. Sometimes they come up short. Other times they spike them through. Remember, weird stuff happens during options expiration week. 412.35 is the pivot. If they were going to stay above the pivot, 413.45 would be the first target on the upside. Well, they didn't get there until late in the day, but that certainly has a little bit of a reaction for the market. That was an important place. They stopped going up, pulled back a little bit, gave you another scalp, but we weren't saying we're shorting that there. We weren't even on air at the time, but nevertheless, what happened? They got above and they started to the next number and then ran out of time on the clock. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. This is a patience business. In the room, I say it every single day. You have to wait for the market to give you what you want. If she doesn't give you what you want, there's nothing to take. Keep talking about the spike of 412. Here it is. They've reached the beginning of showtime zone for a bounce back scalp with potential. 413.45 is natural resistance, by the way. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. There's your scalp portion of the trade. And here it is. We're not looking for a big rip. Might get one, but not looking. About a few minutes later, 11.03, can they spike the low and rip it back up in the other direction? Yes. 4.11.90, 4.11.15, that's a zone, give or take. It's still the zone. And here's a three-minute chart, and we did have traders playing ping pong in this zone. They kept buying it. They kept scalping it. Some did it many, many times. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart, and double-check the work. It's all in here, everything you need. And then, all of a sudden, we come up with a scenario. Here's a trend line that was important. We talked about it in the room. There was actually another trend line that we used for a trade. But you could see here, below the trend line, the market is not in a bullish position above the trend line, and she is. She did get below later in the day, only to do what? Go to 411.15, bounce right back up above the trend line, and that was it for the day. Kind of funny how that works. 412.35 is still the pivot, still important, above, and the bulls can try for another rally below, and they can't. They did get above, and they rallied again into the end of the day. What about inside the numbers, stocks on the move? What happened over there? Well, as you can see, it's earnings season. Now stuff is going to happen. The list automatically grows. We had a bunch on the list today. We had six potentials, two hit their entry objectives. We only want the ones that do. We don't care how many do. We just want the ones that do. The ones that don't, they go to somebody else's number. They're off the board. We'll take a look at Northern Trust first, NTRS. 83.45 was number one. 81.68 was number number two. 
and you could see what happened. They went to both. This was actually the number down here. Traded this successfully in the room. A lot of inside the number members traded this, and here you go. They went right back to the first number, ate time off the clock, and then took off later on. That was essentially the support zone. And what I did, just so you know, because we know we have an issue with the banks. So what I did was I went with lower numbers. I didn't go with the stuff close by where price was near the opening bell. I kind of went a deviation or two away, figuring that because of the banking situation going on, we'll just take the air of caution or side on the air of caution and we'll take the lower numbers. We did that also in STT, and unfortunately, STT missed the number by a smidgen. The low of day was 65.62. The number was 65.45, and it took off in the other direction. However, we did get wolf. A lot of traders in the room got wolf. This one was really nice because there was no heat. They never were out of the money for more than a couple of seconds. $53 was the number. They took off in the other direction on a rocket ride. The rest is history. Traded this one in the room too. Very, very nice trade all around the horn. So we had opportunity even on a slow Monday. Two stocks on the move, a couple of or more SPY trades. It was a very nice start to the week for the inside the number crew. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, they're eating time off the clock, certainly above the 20 period moving average, but below the convergence of the 200, 150 period moving average, what are they doing? Very simply, they're eating time off the clock to get above this breakdown candle high they haven't been able to do yet, and which leads them into the convergence of these moving averages up here. And if the SPY is going to at least make an attempt for the 420 area or higher, that's what's going to take place with Camp IWM simultaneously. Therefore, there's essentially no change from what we've been discussing. What about the folks down at the transportation department? They're trying to recover. They're trying to work their way up. They've got one of these situations going here where they've got an A leg up, a B leg down, and they're trying to complete that C leg, even though they have a little bit of a eating time off the clock scenario. That's item number one. You can look at it that way. They're eating time off the clock around the 100 period moving average to get into the 200 and maybe higher. That's item number two. You can look at it that way. But you also have to look at it this way. It's my second favorite market leading indicator, a number one canary in the coal mine. Look at the position of the S&P chart and now compare and contrast that to the position on the daily chart of the transports. Completely different position, canary in the coal mine, even if the market goes up for another week or two or whatever it is. What's going on here isn't the transportation market telling us something. I say yes, canary in the coal mine, put it on a sticky note. Conversely, no trouble over here in Q land. They're eating time off the clock above all the moving averages to do what? To make another push higher. There's nothing bearish on this chart. You flip over to the weekly chart and you say, well, what are they doing here? They're eating time off the clock in a bull flaggish kind of thing underneath the 100 period moving average to do what? To challenge the vicinity of this pivot eye here at 334 and change. Maybe they do or don't get up there. There's an open gap here, I believe. The closing price, 322.86. The high here, 321.51. So guess what? There's some unfinished business here, which why haven't they completed that yet? Well, there's no accidents or coincidences. They're eating time off the clock underneath that gap. That tells you that gap is not the destination. That's what it tells me. 
You can make your own decision on that one. This is the way I look at the markets. How you like them apples? Financials, they finally woke up. They're getting a little bit of a rally attempt. We had some earnings hit last week. JP Morgan had a nice rally. Others have a nice rally. It's lifting up the financials. They want you to believe everything's fine. It's not under the covers. Mark my words on that. But the prevailing wisdom is the bad is behind us. The Fed saved the day again. Party on. Natural resistance right around 3375 to 34. What about Smash Mouth? Well, this is interesting. They were down in the pre-market. They were down early, even when the market was flat-ish, and they recovered, finished near the highs of day. Is that bullish or bearish? Well, that's bullish on its face. They're above not all the moving averages, but not being above the 20 isn't the worst thing in the world. Being above the 50 is at least bullish for the time being. Weekly chart above the 100 period moving average, and they're still in bull mode. They're still trying to get to my destination, 265.40. Maybe it's a different destination. Maybe it's the conversation we just had with the other market where the gap isn't the destination. Maybe this number isn't the destination. Maybe the intention is higher. Either way, that's an important number, and it's unfinished business at present. By the way, if I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.